Warning, the following program has been rated M for mature due to language, vulgarity, and sexual innuendo. Welcome to the highlight of your week. They are the truth seekers looking to change the world for the better. Using the latest research and groundbreaking science, they seek to inform the simpletons. They dream of a day filled with gays, where women get paid like dicks and religion doesn't try to fuck kids. They are the intellectual saviors. Prepare yourself for atrociousness. All phasers set to fuck. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Intellectual Saviors. I'm just some dude talking into a microphone. Name Ginger Bear. Want you to love him. Just, just some love dude. Me. And I'm uh, everybody's fucking most hated co-host, Michael. Whoa. The and then why, we have. Why are you most hated? I just want that. I want that so badly. Although I can't win that title because we have Box on the show. Aww. Wah wah. You can't keep using my name. I lo- yeah. You haven't made a stage name yet. Yeah. I did oh, make yeah, a stage did. name. Yeah, we did. Yeah, we did. I'm oh, sorry. Little Dick Syringe. Little Dick Syringe. Sorry. Forgot. Or Little Syringe Dick. What the fuck was little it? Little Syringe Dick? I can't remember. Andrew kept on getting upset with us because we were fucking it up. <laughs> it's, got, it's too much to remember. It's three wards. I can't. I'm just going <laughs> to go with... Uh, and there's so many different combinations in which you can use them. Yeah. I'm just going to go with Needle at this point. Needle? Whatever. Let's call you Dick. Um, who, who, who's the guy that plays um, mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. the Lannister guy? Shit, the Lannister, motherfuck! What the midget? No, or the little person? Tyrion. Excuse me. What's his brother's name? Jamie. Yeah. Who plays Jamie. Jamie? I don't know his name. But Tyrion's a Lannister, you motherfucker! You said the Lannister. That's their last name. So I was right. So don't fucking correct me like I'm fucking wrong. Whoa. By the way, follow Whoa. us on uh, Twitter at the Intel Savers. And on Facebook. <clears throat> anyway, my point was Nikolai something. Mm-hmm. That is my stage not name. your stage name. It's gonna be my stage name. No. Why? Because that's a lot of publicity. They'll be like, "Hey, I want to see the Game of Thrones guy." Oh, there's this music guy. Oh, I'll just li- oh, it's a really good song. Boom, hooked. Nope, fuck that. Little Needle Dick. Yeah, Needle Dick. That's a, your name. Little Needle Dick. What's up, Needle Dick? That's the whole point of like nicknames. You can't nickname yourself. Yeah. I'm not letting you two nickname me. You, you, I wanna, that, unfortunately, you do not get that right. I want Nicknames. your neither do you. I want your or nickname you. to be specifically you. I want your name to be Rotten Fruit Fucker. I don't even understand that. I do, and he's an <laughs> asshole. What? What? What am I missing out on? I'm do you don't remember that? That's what. <laughs> oh, she smelled like rotten fruit. I had yeah, yeah. Told. Thank you. Thank you someone. very much. Rotten fruit fucker. Hashtag rotten fruit fucker. <laughs> I want to see that on Twitter. I want to see it trending. So that's your new nickname. I've got some advice for listeners. Mm-hmm. Don't mm-hmm. tell your friends a goddamn word about any of your personal life at all, ever. I, I think it's just... No, it's fine to tell your friends about your personal life. Mm-hmm. I think your problem is is that the way in which you describe your personal life is yes. so vivid and graphic. It's <laughs> very graphic. <laughs> And then well, you dude, shoot yourself in the foot by 
having sex with the person again, oh. even after already having an, an, oh. an incident with them. So, well, that was a life lesson. Don't do that either. That's now why. I I, this is why I told you the other day. It's like I'll share things with you guys, but like when I was dating over the summer, a lot of girls and stuff from last year up to the summer. I never. I would tell you guys a little bit, but not a lot, and especially not about ones that I thought that there's potential with. Because I know better. And then I fucked up. <laughs> I told you guys way too much about some stuff. Hey. <laughs> anyway, though. but uh, <clears throat> Yeah, you got to leave out some details. But that's the stuff that you say. Especially dealing with us. Yeah, that's the stuff you go, dude, this can never be talked about. Because if you say that, if you've said that to us before, like, you can't bring this up. Yeah, I don't, think we've, ever, we, I don't we, think we've ever brought up anything that we couldn't talk about on the show or that somebody uh, had Michael said. Michael has brought up my job before. No, I yes, never said. I. You've brought yes, up your you job. Have. I, I brought it up in a very general sense, and he was pressing for issues. Just about your implying, about your boss. Hey, no, baby, what's up? That's the only thing I ever that. said. No, it had more to do with like me teaching teenage girls. You fucking said that, you motherfucker. I was just... I did not say that. Yes, you did. No, I didn't. Yes, okay, you did. Okay, so maybe we have said stuff on Yeah, that's why, <laughs> okay, that's, well why that, that's such a, an issue with me. Okay, that might have been a mistake on my part. Yes. <laughs> but I'm just for admitting it. But I'm just saying, if we've ever said to one another, that, hey, we can't talk about this on the show, we don't bring it up. We've all been good about that. I, I will say that you guys have been good to me as far as when I'm like, hey, this cannot ever reach the airwaves. That's the rule. If we fucking put that out there to each other, dude, this can't go on because this is something, you know what I mean? Unfortunately, we've folks, there are it. aspects of our lives that you cannot know. <laughs> yeah. Or if I get really drunk, you'll find out all about Sorry. them on Bropocalypse. <laughs> yeah, or Check just go out. over to Bropocalypse and listen to all of Michael and fucking me, me and Brad, Brad. don't Castle give a fuck. End that same second. I guess I need to listen now. Uh, know how much shit he talks about me with. We never really talk about you too much, unless racism comes up. Then you come up a lot. No, I'm really they, not that no you never. You don't come up. Dude. They definitely reference us a lot, yeah. but it's more in just in story form, not necessarily like something that we did. It's more of like, yeah, I was no. telling blah 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 the other day. Yeah. It's it's pretty much we're both egomaniacs, and it's all about us oh, on yeah. that show. Like I said, <laughs> if you want to listen to two guys masturbating hardcore over Skype, <laughs> bro, apocalypse. <laughs> Uh, you know what? The funny thing you say that next time me and Brian are doing the show together, I am going to actually jerk off while we're doing the show. I'm not going to tell him. I'm just going to be fucking tugging on it like a motherfucker. And then all you of a sudden he you're listens like, to this show. Yeah. Oh, oh. <laughs> oh Brad. Oh, <laughs> oh tell that name. story again. You're oh, say his name. <laughs> yeah. When you hear that awkward, oh, Brad, in the middle of the show, you guys are going to know what's going down. He's going to be like, what the fuck, dude? Keep it t- keep it together, man. Uh, yep. So look forward to that coming over. Mm. Mm. So is there anything going on in anybody's lives that we can talk about on this? <laughs> <laughs> uh, nope. Nope. Not that, really. This is not why. Goddamn word out of me. The, Fuck y'all. This is. <laughs> oh, I do want to say we have. Um, I lost my job and I'm single and I have right. no hold friends on, or hold family. Hold on. Whoa, whoa, whoa. What do you mean? You haven't lost your job. Lost it. Don't have it anymore. That's not true. Don't have it. I don't know what you're talking about. Anyway. I I think he's going a little extreme with that. Unemployed. He will be. If he keeps trying to fuck his 16-year-old students. God damn it. This is exactly why. God damn it. Dude, that's so fucked up. (laughs) Everybody knows it's jokes. We know that you wouldn't try and fuck a 16-year-old student. It does not matter at all. 
Unless they stink like fruit. Rotten fruit. Rotten fruit fucker. Hashtag rotten fruit fucker. I really hate you. <laughs> one, one thing I want to know is why am I a piece of shit? I don't know. I just felt uh, like saying that. There's several reasons I think you could be a piece of shit. I just always shit on Boggs. I just felt like throwing it out there. Okay. I got to let people know that there's a new show coming. I say stuff about me, I too. was just confused. You don't say shit about you. It's like, oh. <laughs> you're right. I, you're you're always, and the, th- the times that you do, you're always like the golden child that can do no wrong. <laughs> you fucking asshole. I think people who listen to this show know that I am the biggest piece of shit on this show. You are the biggest piece of shit on this show. But at least I admit it. So there's something to say for that. And all I wanted to Actually, say... if you ranked us as ter- in terms of pieces of shit, who's the least piece of shit among us? Is it Eric? I don't know. I think because you're definitely the cake topper as far well, as pieces of shit go. If anybody's been listening since day one, I mean, the girls might turn on Eric just because he's got these outlandish views <clears> on the way women need to look and everything. So the women will turn on him. No. Guy, guys hold will be on, like, guys will be thumbs up. Guys will love Eric. It's not. <clears throat> I have these outlandish yes. views as the way women should look. Mm-hmm. I have outlandish views as the way women look when I fuck them. Oh my god, <laughs> that's. That's so what I'm talking about. Point. Case in point. That's what yeah. I'm talking about. I, I can really um, understand what you're getting That's from. not... No, that's my problem. I have an issue with that. Yeah, I understand yeah. I'm shallow as fuck. It's not their problem. It's my problem that I view them that way. Yeah, and it's and here's the thing. Boggs alienates all the gays and the blacks because he says, you know, I awful really, things I, all the time. Can I just can I just formally say, I really regret saying homophobe. any of those things. No, you don't. <laughs> when the mics are off, you should hear him. What the oh, fuck? And then that's the, not even true. And then with me, I just say <laughs> shitty things under my breath about everybody. You say shitty things out loud about everybody right now. It's a great example. Yeah. Yeah. There's fuck a reason. me, dude. Jesus. There, there's a reason why I've got some comments about how me, I'm one of the, the most abrasive one on this show. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm, I don't mind. You're, I take, not, you're not doing me any favors trying to like apologize for I saying do, incorrect things. I do want you to know that I take pride. I take a lot of pride in that, though. I do take a lot mouth. of pride in that. I, no, I was going to say thank you because we've received a lot of uh, new reviews and ratings and stuff on iTunes lately. And that's one thing I really want people to do because what people don't understand is the more ratings we get on iTunes, when people do searches, it moves us up in the searches. I might go and clog your toilet, you cunt. What the fuck, dude? Are you talking to the listeners that are doing us a favor? No, I'm talking to you still. Oh, I just I wanted to throw that shit. in there. Now, back shit. to your point, though. That's really cool, though, and they should rate us, and please don't. don't we have gotten a lot. I haven't looked at them. But you, uh, <laughs> I mean, I should say. just informed on my way yeah. here and setting it up, uh, the podcast and, and everything. And like I said, if we hit 50 fucking ratings, uh, everybody who rated us, Boggs will come to your house and blow you. That's guaranteed. True statement. My name's not Boggs. I mean, I'm sorry. Um, little Needle Dick. Little Needle Dick, a.k.a. Rotten Fruit Fucker, will come over <laughs> your house. <laughs> All right, that's my new mission this week. What's that? Fuck some Have rotten some fruit. Have some form of a stage name. To get get ready for all the fellation that you're going <laughs> to... Oh, I like the fellate. <laughs> I don't think those are terms. Oh, I, we did want to say, because we talked about uh, before that we started the show, we are talking about our buddy Andrew, who was on last week. He wrote um, his story, um, Last Eden, which you can find on Amazon. Yep. And also go rate that and make sure you rate it really highly and leave awesome comments. For a whole 99 cents. For a whole 99 cents. Don't fucking screw him and give him a four rating. He's got to keep that four point six. <laughs> and uh, make sure to rate it. And we just found out. I want to give a shout out to our buddy Andrew and stuff because he had some success. It was nice. I, I listened to finally the Nerdist podcast 
uh, where Chris Hardwick himself actually gave the shout out to him, which is pretty cool. I mean, granted, we're much more talented than he is, but I Whoa. guess you know it's fine that he got it. You know, whatever, fuck him. So Whoa. I found out that Andrew got a job. He's going to be moving to the great city of Austin. I saw that. So I, I just want to give uh, kudos to our buddy Andrew. He's going to congratulations. Yep, got the uh, no longer unemployed. Yeah, so he got a job, so he'll stop sucking off the government's teat. Oh, that piece of shit. Was he? That fucking liberal piece of shit. Was was he sucking off the government's teat? I don't he know, probably dude. Was. I just uh, liked fucking saying that. I'm nah. trying. To, I'm trying to do ourselves to the right wingers out there. Oh, oh, that's a good plan. We need some more Republicans listening. Do we? No. no. <laughs> <laughs> just like we need more Christians. We need more Christians and Republicans to listen to us. We gotta. We gotta try and convert some of these people. Quit being fucking idiots. Listen to us. Do what we tell you. God damn it. Yeah, that's the way. That's to probably get not going to work. <laughs> <laughs> and follow that up. <laughs> Fuck you guys. Oh, what are we doing? Are we doing anything tonight? Does anybody got anything? Is this show to, over yet? I have to tell Eric something on here because it's funny. Oh my god. So oh my god. This does unveil a little bit about our personal life. Even oh though it's not shit. That oh big a deal. So. Uh, Eric, I have to uh, take the dog that I just got to my parents' house and exchange it for a different dog. <laughs> Would you like to know why? What the fuck? Yeah, you ready for What's this? What's going on? This is what my, my dad told me today because he doesn't like the dog that's currently there. He goes, hey, uh, either exchange Joni for Sam or I'm going to take Sam out back and shoot him and bury him in the backyard. <laughs> and my first reaction was, you're full of shit. And then my mom texted me later today, and she's like, hey, he's actually really serious about doing that. You need to go get Sam tonight. So after the show, I'm um, going to immediately go out to my parents' house and exchange dogs. God damn it. What? what it's, okay. So what kind of dog is Sam, then? Um, Obviously, a he's a pommy. piece of shit. No, he's a pommy. He's a shit He's too. not. That's the thing that Obviously, he is me. if your father wants to fucking shoot him. He's not that big of a deal. He's Obviously, a he is. He's a puppy, and he's really excited. And my dad oh, doesn't like. God damn it! My dad doesn't like that excitement because he has a broken back and he can't train him. So that's why. That's what we're gonna have running around here yelping Fuck and being a me. piece of shit while we're trying to do the podcast. It's gonna now. be a loud ass fucking shitting and pissing everywhere. Fucking piece of shit. I'll, I'll get rid of him if that's the case. But <laughs> take him out back. Take him out back him. and shoot him. <laughs> I'll take him off the side of the porch and blow his brains out with the gun that we don't have in our. Wow. I mean, we have several guns in our apartment. You know what you should do? You should get him really fucking drunk. Yeah, that's animal cruelty. <laughs> and then take him driving. What? Take him driving. <laughs> what? I don't know. No, he's supposed you gotta to drive. let him drive. Yeah, that's what I mean. Sam can't drive even now. Mm. Well, yeah. then he's just a sweetheart. Let him drive now. now. Have you ever seen Tunes? But he's never really been trained. Anyway. That's that's what my night's gonna be like. Hmm. Awesome. Yeah, I guess <sighs> this show needs to get on track. Too much fucking around, and Eric doesn't like fucking around. He likes serious shit. Oh, I had something. This is a really this. I thought this was awesome, and you guys love education. We love talking education on the show. It's like our favorite thing, right? Uh, Anybody with close. me? Anybody with me? I mean, that's like my major political stance is. The importance and putting that as a priority. So anyway, I saw this and I thought this was really cool. So Finland, which right now is one of the top um, educational countries, like they do this thing, it's called the uh, PISA rankings every year where um, they rank like uh, all the countries based on uh, mathematics, reading, blah, 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 all the shit, right? And um, amazingly enough, you think that um, when you think of like mathematics, science, you're usually going to think that maybe the Asian countries are the tops, right? 
Finland, number one the last couple of years in mathematics and right there in science, too. So anyway, you're thinking, well, they've got a pretty good system going over there. Uh, they probably want to continue with it. No, nah, these motherfuckers, this is what I love about a very liberal, atheistic, smart, free-thinking country that has the vision to look forward. They see the way that the world's going and the education systems and stuff and how things are going. And they're already talking about doing a radical overhaul on their system by uh, the year 2020s when they want to implement this. And basically what it is is instead of teaching like basic subjects like math, chemistry, physics, they're going to start teaching what they call uh, just topic-based or broad phenomenon. And basically what that is is um, instead of like where they'll teach an hour of uh, geography or history or whatever, they're going to teach in a – like segmented uh, units where they'll teach about um, European Union history, like the European Union, right? Where in that subject matter, they'll teach language, economics, history, geography, but they base it on that particular area or whatever they're doing. Or if uh, people are doing like vocational courses, like they have one they call um, like cafeteria services. And that they would learn about math, languages, communication skills. So Instead of teaching, like, they'll still teach all, like, scientific theory, math, and all that stuff, but what they do is they teach it in a way where it's, um, like, an applied way towards a specific thing, so it's more like real-world use instead of just, like, everybody learns fucking trigonometry, you know? They teach it in a way that, depending on, like, maybe a route that they're going to go in their careers or something, it's more in an application that suits that. I mean, it sounds kind of, and they say it's a radical overhaul, but they said that they started doing it a couple of years ago in Helsinki. And uh, so far, like, they said that they've converted most of the schools and the teachers, about 70% are doing this program, and they're already seeing, like, improved outcomes within the system for the students taking it, you know. Because, yeah, that, that shit would never happen here. You know why? Oh, I know. Because education is so horribly politicized. Like, you know what the saddest part to this entire segment is? We politicized education. It has a right-wing approach and a left-wing approach. What the hell is that? Well, that's like, um, you know, all these state. What is it, like um, Oklahoma or something now? They're trying to redo all their his- history books and stuff and make it more, like, right-leaning. And they're taking out the parts of the history they don't like and making it more patriotic and stuff. That's, that's what we do in this country. That's how we overhaul our fucking shit is we rewrite history for our kids. Or we take out critical thinking in Texas. Hey, by the way, on the same note of that, um, one of the th- Eric had me watch Interstellar. Have you seen Interstellar? <laughs> no, god damn it. We talked about this last. Fuck Interstellar. Fuck Matthew McConaughey and fuck Interstellar. They they did that exact same thing though. Like he has this teacher god conference where they're telling him that like the Apollo missions. Not the was it the Apollo missions? Yeah, she was yeah. Saying she was the like Apollo they didn't actually land on the moon. moon. Yeah, and he was just like, what the. F- Fuck, and he got like super. He got his kids to. Yeah, they rewrote. She said uh, we rewrote the textbooks to uh, exclude the inaccuracies. He's like, what? What inaccuracies? And it was the Apollo missions. And she's like, well, (laughs) the fact that they landed on the moon. We all know that it was just a propaganda campaign to bankrupt uh, Soviet Russia. And he's like, so you're telling me that you don't think that NASA landed on the moon? (laughs) Hey. Let's see some proof. The thing is, that's <laughs> the... Oh, my God. Uh, <laughs> All right, well, that's the show. Thank you very much for listening. And <laughs> Mic drop. I didn't see the flag move. I mean, how's the flag going to fucking fly if there's no wind on the moon? 
I've seen those conspiracy theory fucking shows. I know what's up, man. I'm just saying. Did we land on the moon? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, we did then. So, I don't know, but I just think it's awesome that they're already pretty much, like, leading the world, you know, in their education system. And they're saying, we're not over yet. Yeah, and they're like, nah, this system's bullshit. It doesn't really fit. It. This is a 1990s model. We need a model that'll fit the fucking 2000s and these kids coming up now. And they're just like, fuck it, overhaul. I mean, well, you know, that's the, you know why they're allowed to do that. And I mean this, they don't politicize their system. And when they see something that's better, they just go for it because it's a better system. I like, think maybe it this more not is bullshit. to the fact that they understand the benefit and the outcome of having yeah. such a great education system. And if this program was one and that they know did, how much of a social good it is. Yeah. And if this program was one that they're like, hey, we're actually getting better results doing this type of style. Let's all switch to that because it's better. That doesn't mean that their old system was quote unquote shit. It just or like no, it was definitely bullshit. wasn't. It just means that they found something better and it worked. You can't do that in America though because it would be like, well, let's vote on it, and then it's like, well, pay me. That's, and now you have to add pork to the bill. That's the problem. You know what I mean, like, well, one good thing about Finland too is it's an atheist country, so you could take the radical religious aspect out of the fucking equation right off the bat, which is a lot of thing that hurts us. You know, I mean, yep. we've talked about it before, like. Yeah, it seems like every, anything that's under attack as far as education or any kind of rewriting, it has to do with some kind of crazy conservative um, yeah. affiliation or a religious kind of tying. Yeah, there had to be a biblical tie-in or, you know, we can't talk about certain oh, yeah. subjects. I mean, they because still it fight is, evolution. You know, it's like, why, are, why are you still fighting evolution? You know what the what's fuck sad? is wrong with you? What's even more sad is some of them don't. They just know it as a theory. And then, like, I had a, I had a date with a girl on Sunday that it's, had the same type of thing. Where just it's like, a theory. <clears throat> the, she, well, she went through all of those courses, and she knows about all that because she was doing, like, the pre-med type thing. And, like, you have to take a lot of those biology courses for that. And I laughed. I, I probably shouldn't have. This didn't really end well for me on Sunday. But I laughed, like, really hard because she was like, well, why do you want to dash people's uh, hopes? Of what? That's, well, we were talking about, like, how people use it as a coping mechanism for death and stuff. She's like, why do you want to dash people's hopes? And I just burst out laughing. <laughs> That's like, not a reason hey, to set humanity back yeah, well, or to hold the country and that's, back. That's the thing I told her too. Is like you realize that. Think the, of the bigger the fucking so picture. Fu- the reason that's so funny is like, sure, you get to benefit from your re- religion. You get to have the little self-help tool book on Sunday that you know gets you inspired for your week of uh, indentured servitude to your boss. But this religion has partaken in like bloody murder exactly. and raping people. And exactly the setting up brothels underneath, you know, their little monasteries and, you know, putting people in the dark ages for a thousand years. That was pretty fun. A huge oh, the Crusades problem that we have in America, at least for sure, is people are way too individualistic. They think way too much about the self. And even when they're thinking of others, they're thinking of others in the self kind of sense. Like, why would you want to dash somebody's hopes? Mm-hmm. They're th- they're thinking of others, but they're thinking of others as an individual. We don't really think of ourselves as a as a collective, which we should. Well, she doesn't. We have... are organisms. We do react to one another. She doesn't have a sense of history either. Like the whole thing, that whole premise of well, religion gives people hope. It's like sure, and suicide bombers. Yeah. You know, and like that, you know, they're very big on like, oh, Muslims are so violent now. It's like, hey, 
Sure, they are, but they're no more violent than you were 200 years ago. Yep. Like, the only difference is you're making a fuck ton of money marketing your religion the way you are now, not killing people yeah, over it. Yeah, they're, they're blowing themselves up in fucking buses and shit. Christians were cutting people's heads off and putting them on pikes. Yeah. But like Bog said, they got smart and they realized, hey, we can monetize this. Let's stop killing people. Let's just try and bring people in and steal their money. <laughs> it's a little bit different. They got a little bit smarter about it. Oh, yeah. I mean, they've definitely <laughs> grown <laughs> up a little bit as a religion and kind of realized <clears throat> that they almost have to morph themselves into what the populace is. Well, and they do that quite often. That's Which why is I think it's why you a... have so many varying kind of denominations and different beliefs. And, and then you come up with these fucking people that are like, well... I believe in a Christian God, but I don't go to church. I don't read the Bible. I don't really believe all the passages. What the fuck are you talking about? That's 90% of Christians. I yeah. mean, the fuck you t if you're a fucking Christian, you follow the fucking Bible. Yeah. And the Bible says gay should die. Yes. Says stone women that disobey their husbands. Yep. It says you can own slaves. Mm -hmm. It's a fucking piece of shit book. Yeah. I think the the thing that I just find really baffling is the same people that you're talking about, like like this girl that I dated, like I know her college background, they're so rational with everything else in oh, life. Oh, certainly. They're One so of my good friends rational. is like that. And then it comes to religion and it's like, you don't apply the same rationale anymore. See, it's different to say, yeah, I could understand them saying, well, I think that there's something there that, that put things here, like there's a design to something. Because there's so many similarities and there's just so much that science can't tell you. I can get that. I think that's totally reasonable for somebody to say. I think that the same person that says, I think there's something that's designed there can also say, but I can't prove it. I just kind of have an inference about that. And if somebody found evidence that that weren't true, that's the person that should just say, eh, okay, well, I was wrong. You know what I mean? And they're not like stuck on this, you know... I don't know. I I don't want to say hypocritical, but very inconsistent thought. Well, it is. I mean, everybody. I watched the thing last night. I put this on our Facebook page. Um, CNN the did the CNN a, thing. Yeah, they did. I didn't special. watch it, but I I watched it. I mean, it was it, it was okay. I mean, it's CNN. I just love the title of it. it. Was something like atheist? You know, the world of the non-believer. Oh my God! You know, we're gonna find out <laughs> with the non-believer. You know how they live. You know, like in caves and shit. I mean, it's it's so ridiculous. I mean, they, one of the stories was like a family that's very religious, very involved in the church, and their son decided to be an atheist. And it's funny, like the parents are talking about him, and like he lives at home, he's a college student, and the dad's talking about, you know, how they don't really communicate, you know, even if they're living in the same house and stuff. And he's like, you know, I just, it's sad because I see my son and it's hard to communicate with him because it's almost like communicating with a dead person because he doesn't believe in the Lord. So in his eyes, it's almost like he's not a living person because, you know, he, you know what I mean? Like he hasn't given himself, so he's not going to go to the afterlife. So he's not a part of it. And, um, you know, the son's like, that's, watching the video like the girl showing it back to him that did it and he's just like yep because that's pretty much the way they see things it's like that's so fucked up this the whole christianity this we love everybody and blah blah blah. but his interpretation no, you fucking don't and i'm let me tell you now too like you, you think that son feels alienated because i sure as fuck do oh you could see in his eyes when he's watching it it's just like and the girl's like yeah when your parents said that she goes i really was like you really feel that way about your own son? He's like, yeah, it's not me. It's let the me, scripture. 
Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, Deflect because, it. And this is this is Deflect the point. Deflect your punishment on somebody else. Yeah, this off is the of point. Fucking that, book. Mm-hmm. Like, let me tell you now. When when my family found out that I was an atheist, and actually I'm agnostic, but that's not the point. When they found out that I wasn't Christian, <sighs> it, dude, it was a fucking huge deal. It was like. Like, my brother wouldn't let me see his kids anymore because I was corrupting their minds. My parents were I like, what that. the fuck? My grandfather, the last thing he said to my nephew before my nephew went into basic was, and I mean this too, I was sitting in the room, and he was just like, make good decisions, take care of yourself, and then he looks at me and he points and he goes, and don't fuck up your life like this one did. <laughs> and I was like, what the fuck? Well, that's what happens when you... Fuck rotten fruit. Here's the thing, dude. That's the thing with being an atheist. There's such a stigma attached to it. And that's kind of a little bit of what they're talking about in that documentary. And one thing I'll give a shout out because we had uh, Teresa McBain on from the Clergy Project. And they actually had, uh, she kept bringing up the, I can't think of his first name now. I'm fucking so out on it. But uh, DeWitt. I can't think of his first name. Um, but he was prominent in that show last night. And uh, he was someone that I had reached out to to get on, but we ended up getting Teresa on. Uh, she was great. Like She talked about him a lot. He was He's one of the main guys within the Clergy Project, and they were prominently featured in that. So, you know, if you guys want, you can always go back and find the Clergy Project uh, episode. We did listen to that. But, um, but he was interesting because he was a former preacher, and, of course, he just kind of, through the time he was preaching and taking care of his flock so to speak he realized that you know prayer's bullshit there's no proof of any of this and he just fell away from the lord and they had another preacher on where they had to like you know change his voice and blacken his face because he's still uh, in the clergy he's still in the clergy and he's still preaching and he's like you know he goes i came to the conclusion a few years ago that there really is no god there's no proof of it and he goes i have seen nothing and the whole time i've been involved in this and he goes, it's tough because I've been ministering to these people for so long in my community. And he goes, I just can't come out because they depend on me and everything. Oh, yeah. So he just has to go through the motions, yeah. you know, and it's like, he yeah, says, back like, to our clergy project episode. I mean, you listen to that. There's hundreds of stories of, you know, preachers that are just ousted and, you know, they, they lose not just, I mean, obviously they lose their flock or whatever you want to call their it. Their faith, yeah. Their job. They obviously <laughs> lose their job, but also their their simple stance in the community. Mm-hmm. Like, once they do that, they go from being like this person that's revered in the community as a good person to all of a sudden being somebody that's scoffed at or that is used as a symbol of negativity or whatever Deemed you have. Deemed a it. failure. Yeah. Or that, that, yeah. That's what DeWitt was saying because he's from some small town in Louisiana and he was like, you know, he goes, almost lost my wife. You know, of course, you know, I lost my standing in the community. And I mean, he was, it was pretty bad. I mean, it's, it's ridiculous. Almost like the one, like a, the saying, the kid where his parents have practically disowned him. Like his father sees him as just dead to him because of scripture, not because of, you know, his <laughs> views, of course. And it's God's views. But I mean, it's really, it's, it's kind of sad, like you watching. You're like, God damn! It's like you know, we don't atheists don't do anything. We're not like we're not like Muslims or Christians who are you know Christians shooting up abortion clinics or Muslims bombing fucking people or strapping bombs to their chest and blowing people. It's like we don't do anything, dude. We just fucking we're just we there. Don't radicalize nothing. Yeah, it's, just, it's like if, if anybody brings up a point that we disagree with or we know is incorrect, we'll I mean we'll fight them. Yeah, I mean it's. We'll fight for laws that are for humanity. Most 
atheists like abortion laws yes most most atheists now i think would consider themselves more humanist in nature because absolutely but be, it just it's a natural progression once you lose your faith and you don't have a god then you realize that it's up to you yeah to every, make a change yeah we're in this together we've no got praying, to make this better no nothing is going to happen you're actually going to have to fucking do something to make a change that's a huge thing. That was one of the points that they made a lot in the show. And I don't know. I mean, I hope if anybody watched it, you know, they kind of came away like, oh, they're not so bad. Atheists aren't so bad. It's like, no shit. Dude. I mean, it I, certainly helped me. Turns out we're still people. Yeah. I mean, when I was a Christian, I was a piece of shit. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I was we're still borderline God's racist. <laughs> I definitely didn't like the gays. Whoa. I, I was an asshole. Dude, I'm telling you, though, that's so... I was a so, terrible person. That is so... Part of their culture, but well, when I got out take. of it, extremely in their culture, got rid of it. All of a sudden, I realized that, hey, you, you know, people are people. Just because they're of a different color than me doesn't make them that much more different. And it helped me realize that maybe some of the stigma and maybe some of the ideas that I had about other races was not because of their race, but was actually because of their social status or their economic status. The other thing that goes so with it that, helped me understand it a little bit better. The other thing that goes with that is a perpetuation from your parents. Like, yeah. there are a ton of people that are my age that are the spitting image of their parents who are racist and Christian and Republican. Hey, and Boggs, how's it going? I mean, and <laughs> who's, who's Boggs? Sorry, small syringe stick. <laughs> Little syringe I get so confused. Little Dude, dick it, syringe? It, it's okay, man. It took, God damn it. It took several episodes for everybody to get used to God my damn thing. It. God damn it. I don't even have one yet. I want to start calling him the Scarlet Avenger. I don't know why. What? I don't know why. You just went with Scarlet because it was a red mm-hmm. shade. That's yeah. Pretty, that's actually pretty good. I like that. Pretty much. I, and we can just call him Scarlet for short. Yeah. That's his name. <laughs> Scarlet. Am I a cross-dresser now? What's going on? <laughs> no. Hey. Hey, Scarlet. I need to start wearing a bra on the episodes. <laughs> Is it going to be a red one? We'll stuff it a little bit because I, I like <laughs> some titties. Like some, some, titties. some titties. I like titties. Why did we all do that? I don't know. Penis, penis, titties. we have phasers set to fuck. My phaser is always set to fuck. Actually, hopefully when I get done with this tonight, I'm going to be going home and doing some fuck phasering. Phasering, fuck. What? God damn, I got to stop drinking. She doesn't listen to this, does she? Nah, she... Pretty much listens to everything I do because she's a supportive woman. I don't say she likes everything that I do, but <laughs> that's a good distinction. Maybe you should she stop being a cunt it, but on she's air. not in support of it. Yeah. Right? Maybe you should stop being a cunt on air, and that might clear up some of your problems. Well, there. that's why I told her to stop listening to uh, the side project because the apocalypse. Yeah, it's because there's a lot of I don't give a fuck, and I just say everything on that. I mean, I'll hold back a little bit. There's maybe some things you, that maybe, are very taboo. Maybe but, you should not do that, yeah. But I do hint around them. Man, it turns out, like, you're mm-hmm. marked by your words a lot. So be careful what you say. Don't yeah. fall into the same trap I did and say something stupid. Shit happened. Shit happens, bro. Why do you always do this? What are you talking about? All right, first off, you didn't fucking tell me to load that. I did tell you. No, to you lo- did not. Did I tell him to load it? Um. Yes, I did. 
Yes, I fucking did. I believe he actually did. I wanted to say something right now to the listener out there. Let me tell you something about production value on this show. And second off, <laughs> it's bullshit. You're always in the middle, like you're about to end a sentence, and then you just like flash it, like fucking expecting me to be a fucking miracle. Worker. I just want you to get it ready. It's not like I have a fucking button in front of me. And I'm just like, Ooh. I'm letting you know I have to, to get turn it. around and fucking turn. God, damn I'm just it. letting you know to get that's, it ready. That is a logistical nightmare. No, that's no. that's why I tried to fucking. Move Here's him what around a little bit when tonight. You, when you when you show it to me, this is called the behind the curtains, and kids. At the end of a sentence, I have to turn around, and then you're just waiting for me to hit the fucking button. So there's this weird, awkward silence. No, it's not. I'm, what I'm doing is I'm giving you time to get no, to the button, and then I'll finish the sentence. You need to way a heads up. You need to be like, we're getting done with this fucking tennis thing, like and you're the, flashing that up. Do you up. like this criticism, Michael? <laughs> God damn it. Hey, In the future... Hey, everybody. You should start the sentence with raising the paper. I think that's a good logistical fix. But I was talking, and then I showed it to him so he knows I want him to get ready to sound it off. (laughs) I'm sorry, listeners. I'm very sorry. Anyway. This is Needle Dick telling you that I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) He's referring to himself as Needle Dick. Yes. Yes. Welcome. You're now in Florida. God damn, that was not loud enough. <laughs> Jesus, I had to turn uh, my headset off. Florida. It actually, it's, not, it's off? not that bad when you listen to it like via our website, but over our headphones, headset, it's man, fucking, fucking loud. I don't know, man. I don't I'm, know why. I'm fucking getting drunk, <laughs> so I don't know. Uh, drinking too much too fast on a school night. Too much too fast. You don't so, go to school. Well, I work. That's, it's the... Just fuck you. So, I got three stories, and they they will get better. They start off slow. Um, it's a build. It's a build. This is we haven't done Florida in a while. And I thought I really want to hear some gunshots and people screaming. So they like. So our segment is over. <laughs> the segment done. <clears throat> so it's no. like there will be blood. There will be blood. I never saw that. Is that good? Yeah, it's an awesome movie. Is this as good as Interstellar with Matthew McConaughey? I would say it's better. Than Interstellar. It was. It was. I isn't like. And once a, again, the the only thing with Interstellar, the only criticism that I have is just the liberties that they used in the unknown of science. That's the that that was really the only problem that I had. Yeah, there's a certain point in that movie and they, where I started scratching my head and said, "Oh man, this is going to be real." Because we kind of have a general idea of something, and Until then that he point, does it was something, a great and movie. it completely contradicts what the norm understanding is. Granted, we absolutely don't uh, know for certain, but we have a pretty good idea. I yeah. don't even. I don't. Well, you have I, to watch the movie. I let, really, me, let me let me tell you this, Michael, so you can understand. I put drank, this in terms that you can understand. I don't know what's going on. I drank. Mass Effect too much. was a great fucking game series. Whoa! And when I was playing, what the fuck are you talking about? And hold on, I'm getting. I don't there. Know, where are we? What's going on? And when I, I was, don't know, I'm getting. I remember here. playing the third <sighs> game, and I was like, "Damn, this is the best game I've ever played." And then the ending happened, and I was like, <laughs> "Oh wow, this is the worst game of fucking <laughs> ever." Shut that's the, that's how Interstellar the ran. Fuck up. And her show was like, damn, this movie's great. Damn, this movie's awesome. So this oh. dude, Andre Yokers, he's 42, he's in custody That's because not good at all. he's been attacking businesses over the last couple weeks. With his penis? 
That's because his penis isn't it. I'm so sorry. I'm just watching Eric. Recently, he was caught on video tearing Has off. Has he been a, hit by the turd criminal? No. Oh. He was caught tearing signs down outside the redheaded witch's the redheaded witch's costume shop. Uh, store owner Jennifer Duvall said he did not deny doing it. He admitted he did it and said that his problem was with witches and that God told him to do so and it was and that he was doing God's work. Uh, clearly, there's some mental issues at work here, said Duvall, and the fact that he's saying that God was telling him to do it is more disturbing than anything else. See, because God doesn't like witches, so he vandalized their store and tore down their sign and uh, broke in. And this is a like what? a Halloween Fuck costume shop? It up. I don't know, dude. She said that anyone and everyone who knows her and the Cohen or Chrissy knows that they're the most loving, caring, giving ladies ever. And they're not really witches. Are they hot? I don't know. But, she's, but she said that they'll never hex and tell. So I hope she fucking dies a horrible death for that stupid fucking statement. That's a little extreme. That anyway. Is, that is quite extreme Just a touch extreme. Uh, Find out if she's hot for me. I'll look it up. Thank you. She says she's young. So what's young? To to me? Yeah. Uh, like 22? Yeah, anything under 22 is probably pretty young for me. Hey, girls, send pictures until saviors at gmail.com. So Jeremy Dugas. <clears throat> Dugas. A, it might be Dugas. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not Dumas. <laughs> it's Dugas. Dugas. <laughs> oh, I gotta stop drinking. Okay. Uh, Why is this funny? Yeah, you do turn into an eight-year-old. When it's you like drink. the fucking commercial with the dude who keeps calling him it's dumbass. And he goes, "It's Dumas." Never That's kind of where I was going. I knew where you were going. Thank it's, you. It was funny to me because I knew what you were saying. It's like this a ten-year-old fucking gonna commercial. He's gonna have to stay the night, dude. He's <laughs> fucked up. Look, dumbass. I, love, I would love to work for dumbass. And it's it's Dumas. <laughs> anyway, it doesn't matter. God damn my life. So, Jeremy Dugas, oh, 35, wow. uh, he's a line cook in Key West, Florida. <laughs> yeah. He was caught trying to uh, sell bound iguanas. Shit. Uh, what he did was he strapped three defenseless iguanas to the handlebars of his bicycle with duct tape and wire. He then attempted to peddle the lizards, which were bound to the back by their backs, to passerby saying that they were perfect to cook for dinner. What? Yeah, he's out selling iguanas for fucking people to eat. It's like a meat market, only it's uh, uh, live iguanas on his fucking hey, bike. It's hey, a motorized. Uh, to be fair, what? It'd be like uh, it'd be like selling lobster, right? Like Red Lobster sells you the lobster, yeah. and you go pick it you out of the tank. You go catch the lobsters. You duct tape them to your bike, and you drive around the fucking city, <laughs> and you try and sell them to people. <laughs> Only instead of lobsters, it's iguanas. Right. That's the exactly. Yeah, I'm with it. The I'm good, with it. The good thing is, though, is uh, iguanas are actually legal to kill for food in Florida because they're a non-native species. But unfortunately, because species. he had them. Um, uh, yeah, species. Species is not Excuse a word. Excuse me. Um, unfortunately, though, because he had them duct taped and wired to his fucking handlebars of his bicycle that he's pedaling around trying to sell them on. Animal endangerment. Yeah, he was arrested for treatment of uh, cruelty to animals. So he's been charged with a misdemeanor and uh, will have to pay $5,000 bond. Damn, that's an expensive-ass iguana. So if you guys are... Um, I, I love going on a stick. 
It's like a, it's the best trade ever. Yeah, now I kind of, I, I don't know, man. I iguana go to Florida, huh? 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 No, nothing. I just nothing. I, I fucking hate my life. <laughs> I'm gonna drink this delicious oh, Sam man. Adams Summer L and pretend like I never heard that. <laughs> I think I just made Eric <sighs> defeated in life. Eric, what's your thought right now? Are you just like you just gone? I I just don't understand what the point of living is. Well, I'm going to tell you what the point of living is. Spring break, motherfuckers. Oh, spring break? Yay for alcohol poisoning and rape. Now, I know most of the time people think, I'm going to go to spring break. They think like like in the 80s, it was Fort Lauderdale in Florida. Um, Nowadays, I don't know where the fuck people go. Still kind of is. Padre Island. It's Padre Island. Padre Island here in Texas. Anywhere that has a beach is probably a spring break I'm going to tell you where the fucking place to go is. And this is for all you good Christians out there. You want to go to Panama City because the life... PC. The Life Center Church Youth Ministry in Panama is the shit. It's uh, the shit. Uh, these are the kind of events that are thrown over spring break. Hit me um, up with them events. Their website um, has nights specifically, like they have party theme nights, like Mondays or anything but clothes theme night, which is which they specify. It's not a nude event, even though it's anything but clothes. Uh, Sunday they have slumber, uh, slumber's pajama and lingerie party. This is okay. a church. Life Center Church. Okay, hold on. I have to admit, Panama City. I'm, this would be the church I'm that I would go to. I'm to go. Yeah. According to Sheriff Frank McKeithen, uh, you can paint your body or you can wear a toga and do this. Uh, nasty Nights coming up. So is Wet and Wilds coming up. And maybe uh, a, it's a different kind of church, but he doesn't know. Um, evidently, the authorities are on to this church because there seems to be some skeevy shit going on at this church. I couldn't imagine. Yeah, like, for instance, the sign outside the church said, Spring Break Amnesia on it. Huh. <laughs> if you're going to have amnesia... You want spring break amnesia. That's what I'm thinking if you're a 20-year-old. Hey, man, year old. That, that might be the coolest church I've ever heard of. He said as he entered the church, he said, you turn around and look at the walls in the church, and you see T-shirts and graphic explicit sexual pictures on them. And I'm scratching my head. How can this be a church and this is going on, said Sheriff McKeegan. Um, this is where it gets good. <laughs> so the church charges a $20 fee, which they call a donation to enter the church for these parties, you know, such as the slumber party slash lingerie party yeah. night, or the wet and wild night. Um, he said, there's something wrong with this picture. You've got money's not a cannibal going through the door because it's a church, but it's donations. So there's no accountability for it. He goes, I think it's a scam, folks. <laughs> this is my favorite part. He said, the tabernacle, which is open every night till 5 a.m., because, you know, the Life Center is also a church, so they're exempt some, from the city ordinance that makes them that would make a uh, club close down at 2 a.m. <laughs> Dude, so, that's what we need to do. So this is a um, form a of church, so then we are exempt from other laws, and then just pretty much have a bar. You don't have to pay taxes. Well, he said they don't have alcohol or drugs there, but... He said, but what he thinks, he goes, yeah, he goes, regular clubs aren't supposed to have drugs either. He goes, but we're pretty sure that there's drugs and alcohol in those clubs. So all I'm going to say is if you motherfuckers want to party and you want to have a good time, go to Panama City, look at the Life Center Church. That motherfucking place is awesome. And I don't know about you two, but I want to go on Wet and Wild Night because that sounds like a fucking, (laughs) that sounds like the shit to me. 
I mean, don't I, get me the wrong. Lingerie night, the lingerie night doesn't sound too bad either. Pajama lingerie party night sounds pretty fucking badass, anything too. Anything but clothes sounds pretty good, And too. anything but clothes sounds like a pretty good uh, time, too. But it's not Bubble a, wrap. But according to the website, mm. it's not whipped a cream? nude event. I, I think that's a load of shit. Yeah, because they have whipped cream on. Body Duh. paint. Or body paint. Ooh, oh, my God. Yes. You get the paint. Let's end the show so I can go jerk off. So the anyway. chicks get to paint the dudes, and the dudes get to paint the chicks. Oh, that's a great idea. Dude, we should do that ourselves. When are we going to start our atheist church? Because let's do that. We need to do that. Anything um, but clothes night. Basically, when I need Ginger to get Rage a, gets time on his hands at some point. I need to get a decent group of people that can meet up weekly. That's one of the first things. We need all of our listeners to get do this. a big enough group of people, mm-hmm. then I need three people... Mm-hmm. That mm-hmm. can co-sign me. That are not bound by blood or by marriage. Um, Never mind. I'm not married yet. No, wait. no, no, no. Wait, like, wait. To you? Bound to me. Oh. Oh. So we can't get married. So yeah. You okay. and I. So what? That does that mean that I can still sign with you? Yeah. Yeah. You can okay, still. Cool. You can still suck his dick. You just can't marry him. Huh. Exactly. Okay. Thanks for the clarification, Michael. <laughs> Weird ass motherfucker. <laughs> what? So we just need and somebody just else. And to be clear, I've never done that. Okay. Right. And I've never, you know, stood over his bed and watched him sleep either. Right. So we just need one other person. Uh, I never touched him. I'll, um, while I'll do it. And then we just need to file the proper paperwork. Or listen to him snore. Everybody that listens to us needs to do this. They're, even they're our, probably not in this area, dude. Even our yeah, Christian. No, I'm me, saying they need to. fucking Fort Worth. The, I'm saying like, they most need. Christian town ever. They need to start a faction in their area. Oh, okay. I do like that idea. Start up something. Scott, we're looking at you, buddy. Intel Savior's Church. Christian, buddy. We need the oh, Intellectual Savior's Church. What? He's Christian? Yeah. yeah. We've had this conversation before, haven't we? Yes. yes, we have. That blows my fucking mind. He's our favorite listener. He's my favorite listener. He's awesome. I'm just, that's so contrary in so many ways. If I ever go gay, me and Scott are going to hook up. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I'm just saying. Sound like you're, playing right, a, you're assuming playing that B? Scott would want you, first hey, off. Well, he wants Boggs. Yeah, Scott, but let me he'll... tell you now, Michael is not the best looking guy out there. Wow. You can You can do better. Wow. What I'm saying, this Michael is, is a great this plan. Is, <laughs> Michael is a great plan. This is C. bullshit, dude. He's a great plan C. You know what? It's you, not all about looks, have... motherfucker. I've got personality. All right? Some women don't you care sure about do. looks. They want fucking personality. We're not talking about That's bullshit. Women. We're talking that about men. That is totally bullshit. And there's that. God damn okay? it. This God guy, damn he, it. Has, he has very <laughs> cut and dried, you know, things he wants. And let's just face it, Michael. You know, you're... Um, you're I, I don't You're approaching 60 and you know as you get First there. First of all, I'm 40. <laughs> Secondly, all this is the only thing is I'm not don't, taking Don't listen to him, Michael. Don't listen to him. Box is on his big gay appealing high horse. I'm just saying I'm not taking a dick in my ass and I don't want to fuck anybody in the ass. I I can do the oral stuff. Really? Though. I'm not really sure that Oh. That's all I'm saying. I've said this on Bropocalypse. I'll do oral, but I'm fucking not taking anything in my ass. So what you're saying is you wouldn't suck a dick, but you'd hold it in your mouth longer than most? Yeah, sure. Why not? Fuck it. How much money are you going to pay me? What if you don't... I need a lot of money, dude. I'm about to purchase a fucking home. I'm broke. Oh, yeah, you are purchasing a home. I I wouldn't swallow, though. I'm definitely going to be a spitter. I I wouldn't put mine in my fucking mouth. So why would I put someone else's? You wouldn't put your own in your mouth? 
No, my, I wouldn't swallow my fucking own fucking jizz. It's weird. It's, oh, yeah, me it, either. Then the fucking babies. I don't want to. I feel, I feel, you feel wrong. feel like you're eating, you're eating your own children? Yeah, I'm eating my own children. That's like cannibalism, incest combined. <laughs> it's really fucking weird. Cancest? It's cancest. I'm not going to fucking do it. Hashtag cancest. Cancestable. I'm not going to fucking do it. <laughs> God damn it. Go, go to the next segment. God damn it. Has anybody else got anything? Fuck me. Oh, fucking god damn. That's, <clears throat> that's not funny at all, Eric. <clears throat> Sorry. Nope, that's serious. What? It's the dick of the week. Is it time to finish the fucking show? Yeah. It's god. time for Dick of the Week, you son of a bitch. That's why we played the goddamn intro. Oh my god, this is the worst. Fastly encroaching an hour. So, um, I was really fucking debating this week. I wanted to do a thing because we had our first presidential candidate come forward and throw their fucking hat in the ring. That was Ted Cruz. Who was Dick of the Year for 2013. Goddamn it, that guy. I'll fucking applaud him that for that. That fucking guy. Um, but... Then I saw a fucking thing on the internets. You guys ever heard of the internets? Uh, awesome. Go fuck yourself. What? So there's this guy named Phil Robertson who most people might know as the old fucking patriarch of the Duck Dynasty asshole family. Yeah, um, the racist, racist, um, homophobic, womanizing, homophobic. Yeah, doesn't piece like, of shit. The guy that says who thinks you should marry like sixteen year olds, yeah. fifteen, sixteen year olds. Um, Isn't you know, that biblically stated? Um, I don't know. I, I do. I would imagine that's I actually like. I like you don't that. Don't want him taking all your money. I gotta say this though. Um, I agree with him on that one. I like that one. I like fifteen, sixteen year old. Yeah, I'm good with that. Um, so, but aside from that though, he's a piece that's, of shit. That's illegal. You weird piece of shit. Uh, not their parents nah, consent to it, sir. In every state, sir. Uh, not in Alabama. 17. Alabama, I think twelve or thirteen or something's okay. What the. F- I don't know. I need to look it up again before I, <laughs> again, before, before I go there next time. <laughs> before, before I plan a vacation there next time. Wow. 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 Anyway. Okay, so no longer am I associating with you. So Phil, Holy shit. Phil, We're going to get like investigated. Sir, please. I'm trying to do Dick of the Week. <laughs> don't ruin this segment. <laughs> don't ruin this sh- whole show. So this has been Phil Robinson piece of shit. This yes. show has been gold so far. Don't fucking ruin it. Um, yeah, Phil Robertson. So this is I I, I got to set this up because we're gonna play a little audio for you guys. So he was the keynote speaker at the uh, at a prayer breakfast in Florida. So this goes off of our Florida theme too. Yeah, um, nice segue. Where fucking segue. He got up and he gave this speech. Um, remember again, prayer breakfast. Phil Robson, Doug Dynasty, and he starts talking about how atheists, basically this is about how we have no morals and no guidance because we don't believe in a Lord. So he tells a little story about an atheist family. Uh, I think you guys will appreciate this. Two guys break into an atheist home. He has a little atheist wife and two little atheist daughters. Two guys break into his home and tie him up in a chair and gag him. And then they take his two daughters in front of him and rape both of them and then shoot them. And they take his wife and decapitate her head off in front of him. And then they can look at him and say, isn't it great to not have to worry about being judged? Isn't it great that there's nothing wrong with this? There's no right or wrong. 
Now, is it, dude? And then you take a sharp knife and take his manhood and hold it in front of him and say, wouldn't it be something if this was something wrong with this? But you're the one that says there's no God, there's no right, there's no wrong. So we're just having fun. We're sick in the head. Have a nice day. If it happened to... I uh, cut off because I got a little fucked up on the audio, but um, basically... <laughs> So I love this whole thing. I love the fact this is a prayer breakfast. <laughs> He's talking about rape and murder, but basically it's a, it's a typical thing that we get as atheists, you know, is the, um, that we have no knowing of right and wrong because we don't believe in the Lord, of course, and we don't have morals. So uh, if anybody breaks into our house and rapes and kills our fucking children and our wives in front of us, it's okay because we don't believe in God. So that makes it all right. And I just love the fact that he's so nonchalant about this. I mean, he went on about gays, too, and he made some claims about, you know, how, of course, HIV and AIDS is punishment for the gays and blah, blah, blah. You know, typical stuff we've all heard from Christians and stuff before. So I just listened. I was like, okay, this is a guy who um, just last month, mind you, won a uh, free speech award from GQ magazine. Or not last month, I should say. He won it in 2013, I should say. Um, but, and he's made, like Eric pointed out, he made speeches before about how, you know, you should uh, find your women at, instead of waiting until you're in your late 20s or 30s to get married, you need to get married earlier and find 15, 16-year-old women that you can mold so they won't fuck you over and take your money and shit later. And they got to be able to cook and they got to be able to fucking know the Bible and blah, blah, blah. And he's made plenty of homophobic statements and stuff. Oh, of course, like I said, about the whole gay thing and stuff. You know, of course, all the queers got to die. And HIV was created by the Lord to take out the queers because they are against him, even though he's the creator of everything. <coughs> the he very basis them. to his argument is you can't have morality without a religious institution in yes, place. Yes, that's, that's the premise of that story, at least, is that, yeah, if you don't have the Lord in your life, you don't know right from wrong. Here's the problem with that. Does that mean that Hindu people don't have a sense of morality? No, because they don't believe in sweet baby Jesus. So they don't have a sense of morality? Either. No. And then clearly Muslims don't because oh, that's their giant not. rival. So um, what about Buddhists? No, they don't either. They don't believe in sweet baby Jesus. The lack of, like, the lack of just sense of motive and how things are set up. and Like, Buddhism is literally 100% about how you should live your life and not to be impositional. That's their entire philosophy. And that's what all of them say that they're about. Don't be impositional. That air conditioner is really loud. But <laughs> it is, man. It's fucking loud as shit. <clears throat> yeah, so I, I, I don't know how many times we've talked about this on the show, but I'm sure we've debunked the whole, the idea that, like, atheists don't have morality. Like, they're the ones that have nothing to cloud their judgment about what's impositional or not. We don't have to do something like you know, refute biblical verses about why we shouldn't be killing people like gays. You know what I mean? Like, we don't have to justify anything because, for the most part, it's a very live-and-let-live type mentality. But you don't get to hear that in his speech because he's just assuming that, you know, we don't think that there's anything... That that thing that might be the most fucked up statement I think I've ever heard. Actually, is that you just you don't even see anything wrong with that because what he's saying is you can't recognize that there's something wrong with mutilate, mutilating somebody or rape or murder or decapitation or torture. You know what I mean? 
I'm pretty sure that I can differentiate that that's wrong. Not if you're an atheist. <sighs> um, I, I think we've said it before on this podcast, uh, but Deuteronomy 22, 28 through 29. If a man is caught in the act of raping a young woman who is not engaged, he must pay 50 pieces of silver to her father. Then he must marry the young woman because he violated her and he will never be allowed to divorce divorce her hey that doesn't in any way help the victim of the rape and this is per code of your fucking bible you piece of shit i mean I, where's where's this guy's morals i mean it, it, like we've stated a thousand times slavery's okay Rape in certain situations is quite okay. Killing people, it it yeah, hey, in the name of God, whatever. It's okay if they're gay, or if they so. Sinned. Where the fuck does your morality lie? Look at your own fucking history, dude. Look at the Crusades. Look at the Inquisition. The torture, the murder, the rape, everything that they fucking did. Under the name of your so-called God. And they were completely bound by law via the Bible to do it. As uh, So where's the ago. justification in that? The only reason your religion is popular is because you killed everybody else who didn't believe so. That's the only reason your religion is popular. I mean, not everybody else, but... Well, eh, enough. In a lot of regions. Yeah, the you I, had an option. It was either convert or fucking die. Yeah, by the way, one of the things that I think is so hilarious is have you noticed that there's a geographical trend to what religion you are? You think of that's a fucking accident? Of course there is. It's I, not I've, homogenous at all. I had this discussion with um my woman because she's a Christian. Her mom's a Buddhist. Now, her mom, of course, grew up in Laos, spent her whole life there. And in Laos, Buddhism is the predominant religion. Yeah. Of course, she came over here and grew up in the United States where Christianity is a prominent religion. So figure that one out. You know what I mean? It's just that's all you got to think about. It's like it, 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 it all comes down to that. Wherever you're born, wherever your parents are, that's why, what you're indoctrinated. This is the to. thing that always bothers me about that, though. Why the fuck? Because, like like that date that I had Sunday, she's incredibly educated. Why the fuck don't you see that and go, hey, maybe there's something social about that that I haven't really investigated. Maybe... It, they're too emotionally attached to it. I agree with that, and I understand, but at some point, like, my problem with saying that is, like, I got to break that. You know what I mean? And it honestly, to be honest with you, wasn't that hard, because after I started being a man and started looking at things very scientifically and unemotionally... Because that's what you're supposed to do when you make claims, is just scrutinize the claim. I mean, after you, after a while, you're just like, man, I've been wrong this whole time. I understand that, And you get over that, it, and you too. don't care anymore. There, there's two huge factors. First off, a lot of people are absolutely terrified of the notion of being alone. They, they, they are. They, they don't like the idea that there's not something else out there looking, for, looking out for them. They can't comprehend it. It's too terrifying for them. Okay, so to any listener that's like that, let me just say this then. I also 
wake up at two in the morning with the realization that I'm going to die and there's nothing I can do about it. But here's the deal. That's the fucking truth and that's fucking life and everyone has to deal with that. And you're not really alone. Like the everyone other has one, that same battle. The other one is that they literally think that they are going to burn in torment if they do not believe this certain way. I can't possibly fathom first off, that's that not even biblically ter- supported. Like there's a place I know it's where- not. I know it's not, but I'm saying that's what they've been hammered with in their fucking skulls since they yeah, were Armenian fucking doctrine born. is bullshit. Armenian and doctrine is exactly why that religion is so fucking so criticized. You're asking people to question something that can potentially harm them. They they don't want to do it. Well, I can see that, but at the same time, all you have to mention, even within their own religion, it's like, hey, go find a passage that actually mentions you burning in hell. There isn't one. But the biggest... No, nowhere. There's a place of gnashing of teeth because you're separated from God. That's it. There's no place like... And, like, the whole, the only mention that hell actually has is it's where Satan lives. It's like a fucking house. But back really house, to... It's more of a domain, but all the same. But back to where Phil Robertson got things completely wrong is that morality is not driven by religion. Never has, never will be. Morality is driven by society and the collective. And that's why Christian morality has changed over the decades, over the centuries. That's why, like we have talked about at the beginning of this podcast, that they were very violent in their infancy. They had to be. There's no way that you're going to become the loving Christian religion that you are now if you weren't brutally violent at your birth because there were so many other religions out there. So they had to go to the extremes. They had to go to the mantra of convert or die kind of thing. No, dude, that never happened with the Indians. They were all really peaceful and nice and handed them blankets. You know what I mean? (laughs) That were... You don't hand people blankets that you want to kill. Full of diseases that they didn't have cures to. Um, Womp womp. But yeah. That's not not relevant anymore. To me, Christianity is still... I mean, it, it may not be physically violent, but I believe it's still violent. They still have crazy fucking rhetoric against homosexuals who are just being who they were born to be. I like dick. The thing about that is... A lot of them use it. It just... They're not violent until they feel... Okay, remember uh, remember TJ? Remember when he told the story about how that, I guess it was a cab driver, like berated him like the entire time he was unloading his stuff from yeah. the cab? and They're not really violent until you impose something on them or like maybe you make a mistake and then they just get or like you have digital courage and you have a buffer like your computer screen between the two of you that's when you can see their true colors oh yeah and that comes out they're certainly violent it's just they're passive aggressive they're not gonna kill you well they're gonna let you know in some situations they do in some situations they do beat a kid to death because he's gay that has happened as well by the way that happened to a friend of ours um I don't know, like a year and a half ago. Do you remember um, Angela Barber? Whoa, fucking name dropper. 
I don't care about that part because, like, she certainly deserved better than she got. Like, this guy. Oh, yeah, she got beat the beat shit the up. fuck out Because of her she's a lesbian. Because she was a lesbian. She's kind of a fiery personality, but otherwise, she's a sweetheart. Like, she's a really nice lady. And he, like, I, like he, he got some dental problems. Like, he straight up, like, knocked some teeth out. All sorts of shit. And, like, that's just. First off, that's unacceptable for any reason. Like, you just shouldn't hit anyone. No, no, ask Not, Ray Rice. I don't want to ask Ray Rice. That was also unacceptable. Oh. But yeah, they, I mean, they're, they're definitely, certainly still violent. And yeah, they, they definitely kill people happens. here and there. Now, but it's I not necessarily that, to the extreme that it was. No, and I understand that, you know, they can also be against that kind of thing. I'm just saying that, like, that's part of the thing that soured me to religion in general is so many of those types of behaviors happen in that exact name. And even if I thought that there was something out there that, you know, had some sort of design to the world and how things work. Like, I don't want to be associated with anything like that. I don't want to be associated with something that's violent towards people. This is way too fucking serious right now. I think we need to end with dad joke. You going to do dad joke? Oh, God. <laughs> you really want me to? Fuck yeah. <laughs> I, think that's, I think tell, that's drunk Michael talking. Tell Eric. Yeah, I've been. Eric. I've this is my, a few real quick. This is my dad joke I'm going to use on all of Claire's little friends when they come over. Here we what go. is the difference between a tuna, a piano, and a pot of glue. What? Well, you can tune a piano, but you can't piano with tuna. <laughs> you think he's got it yet? <laughs> Just silence. <sighs> uh, he's not even thinking on the same page. I don't even think he... Got the, yeah. Oh well. <laughs> he did the same thing to you. I did. You guys suck. <laughs> Go ahead, fucking entice him. Just, just stick with my stupid shit, man. Just do it. What stupid shit do you have? All the stupid fucking jokes I was telling Claire the other night. Oh uh, yeah. All right. You mean my daughter, not Claire? Whoa! Yeah. It's not like you've said her name on the show a million times. Have I? Yeah. Yeah, you just said it. You fucking have. You just fucking said it yourself. God damn it. All right, tell us a fucking joke. Somebody tell something funny for fucking once. You, did, you didn't catch what happens to the pot of glue? I don't care. <laughs> Why is that exactly what I said? I already don't like this joke. <laughs> all right, all right, I'll humor you. What happens to the pot of glue? I knew you'd get stuck there. God damn it. God. Uh, <laughs> all right. You want to talk about fucking dad jokes. Okay, so. <laughs> this, this is going to be horribly inappropriate. No. It's a dad joke. How's it inappropriate? <laughs> I don't know. I've got a few. So this dog drank um, a lot of gasoline, like a gasoline pot spilled over, and it drank a whole bunch of it. And it was running around the block as I was trying to chase it. And then it got up to the porch and it just stopped. <laughs> You're supposed to ask what happened to the dog. What did happen to the dog? It ran out of gas. <laughs> I like that. God That's damn. good. God. <laughs> First of all, dude, uh, sometimes, sometimes just the the pun is. is I good hope enough, you die just for <laughs> laughing at that. You son of a bitch. Jeez. <laughs> That's a good one. I like it. All right, that's a. Maybe one. maybe I'll just have a segment next week about just a bunch of dead <laughs> jokes, <laughs> just 
rattle them off all in a row. Uh, oh, I just I have seen. I have seen a lot of like. Uh, before we fucking count this bitch down, I just want to say fuck Ted Cruz, first candidate, the fucking uh, for yeah, the whatever. Republicans to jump into there. Yeah, fuck that. I don't even shit. know that he'll actually end up being the one who runs. I think he'll end doesn't want to help president. students with loans. Fucking climate denier. Fucking piece He's of extreme. shit. Fuck him. Extremists. Big piece of shit. Extremists like him tend to be vice presidents because what will end up happening is somebody that's more middle of the road will get the presidency <laughs> because they How have the a Republicans do. They're fucking nutty, they have man. A, nah, they they have this idea that take they somebody, have a, the lock on the race because they'll they've take somebody been so good at the way that they'll do it is they'll take somebody that's middle of the road so they can win they Ohio. Don't, they don't have anyone that's middle of the road. They do. I'm sure they do. Nah, and they're, they're, all, they're all pretty that, fucking insane. Name and one. I, I don't know. Any Chris of Christie. I don't. Is he Rand Paul. I didn't know Rand Paul. Anyway, Rick they'll Perry. choose somebody Rick that's Perry. like that. Rick God, let me finish, assholes. Get your. <laughs> I dicks was trying in your to pants. finish, and you fucking interrupted me. Go I'll, ahead. I'm going to try and finish later. <laughs> You're disgusting. You're a disgusting pig, and I hate you. The they will probably choose somebody, as far as the person that they run, mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. will have him as mm-hmm, a mm-hmm. vice president. Why you say him? Maybe maybe it'll be because a woman. I'm referring to Ted Cruz. Okay. Uh, that'll have him run as a vice president with him, so they mm-hmm. keep the extremist vote, like the Tea Partiers. Mm. Sarah Meanwhile, Palin. the person who's running for president will go to Ohio and Florida and give a middle of the road speech to catch voters that otherwise would vote Democrat. Jeb Bush, like Jeb Bush. Well, That's a very go. the the most you know likely scenario is Jeb Bush runs for president, wins the uh, Republican vote to do it, and Ted Cruz gets the vice presidency because nah. he wants to keep the vote. That's extreme. Nah. nah. Jeb Bush will win and he'll uh, tab Dick Cheney again to be his vice president. I doubt it. <laughs> and I then, think, we'll, then we're going to start with Iran. Ted Cruz is a very good um, That's my prediction. sidekick for that because of the vote that he would pull. And then Jesus is going to come down and rapture is going to happen and we're all going to fucking go to heaven. Well, I won't. After the I'm nuclear not, fallout. Because I don't believe planet. in anything. So someone's going to come into my home and fucking kill my fucking children and, and rape them in front of me. and Fucking chop your dick, chop my off, dick off, off and wave it in front of you. Yeah. Great. So, we don't we have morals. Hey, dude. We don't believe in a God that I love believes how he, in rape and I love stuff. how he makes that point, and the person that's doing all of these is obviously... Prayer breakfast. Here's the thing that's funny about that. I love that that point is made with the assumption that the person who's doing that mm-hmm, 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 thinks it's mm-hmm. wrong, <laughs> which obviously means he's Christian. <laughs> Ain't it great that we don't have morals and stuff? Because I'm saying this all sarcastically, and I get the point, because you have morality and I don't. But... That means that the person who's chopping the dick off... Hey, I'm going to rape your fucking daughter. You don't believe in the Lord, so I can't go to hell. Woo! What a dick. Something like that. Yep. And fuck us. Yep. Later. Hey, dude, where are you going? The show's not over yet. Come back here, bitch.